Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Talking Packers, and why not the Green Bay Packers when you start to think about heading down to Tampa Bay for a Super Bowl this year? Stephen Watson, sports reporter, anchor for WISN 12 in Milwaukee, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Stephen, how you doing? I'm doing very well, Bill. Thanks, as always, for having me on. Glad, glad to have you. So uh, I, I'm watching these games yesterday, and I've been watching and kind of thinking about this Packers offense and this team as a whole. And I, the more you get into the season, you realize that there's not a team that doesn't have a flaw. So I start to say to myself, why not Green Bay? I mean, it would be just our kind of a year where you have the Badgers who win the Big Ten and then they don't have an NCAA tournament, where you have uh, a team like the Admirals who are on their way to a Calder Cup. That gets derailed. The Bucks got derailed. The Brewers' season gets derailed. Why not go to a Super Bowl in a year in which we had COVID? We don't even know if we're going to have fans in the stands, but why not the Green Bay Packers, you know? 2020 is the year of uh, mysteries and odd outcomes. So, yeah, I'm with you, Bill. I mean um, – I don't think anybody could have seen this type of start from this Packers team in the second year under Matt LaFleur 13 and three last year felt like it was a little bit of uh, overproduction of, of sorts. Uh, I don't think many people anticipated that type of success. Uh, they're kind of playing with house money going to that NFC championship game and the way that they started off this year with the injuries to Devonte Adams and, you know, Kenny Clark on the defensive side of the ball. Now, all of a sudden, we're talking about the Packers being the best team in the NFL. And as you said, it's Super Bowl contenders. It's really an unbelievable turnaround. And uh, I think Matt LaFleur deserves all the credit in the world for that. Should we be talking about about Matt LaFleur in a higher regard? Uh, Because we hear, and even Matt LaFleur gives a lot of credit to a guy like Kyle Shanahan, who he worked with. But at this point in time, with the success that he's had, should we be talking more highly of Matt LaFleur? Should he be getting more credit, not only in our own backyard, but nationally as to what he's been able to accomplish since taking over as the head coach of the Green Bay Packers? No question. And I know the quarterbacks can always get the most attention. It's the most important you know, position in all of sports and probably the most scrutinized as well. And Aaron deserves every bit of praise that he has gotten through the first four games of the season. At the end of the day, he is the one throwing the football He's making undrafted players like Alan Lazard and Robert Tanyan look like future pro bowlers for this season. Um, But that also doesn't happen by accident. That is a lot of Matt LaFleur, what he wanted to bring into this system, a lot of two back sets, a lot of two tight end sets that have created space for guys like Tanyan and guys like Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones to catch more passes out of the backfield. And the way that he has schemed this offense to make 
these no-namers look like star players is uh, it's a credit to Matt LaFleur. And, and the reason I say that is because we haven't heard Aaron Rodgers speak so glowingly about his head coach and scheme like we have this year. I mean, for Aaron Rodgers to go out of his way to compliment play calls that Matt is making, like those are, those are very calculated decisions by Aaron Rodgers when he says that in his weekly availabilities and after games. Like he definitely is the type of player that he says what he means, and he also understands that when he says something, it carries a lot of weight. And I think the way that he has complimented Matt LaFleur through the first four games of this season and the way that he's been able to scheme and create plays and um, open spacing and, and really lead the Packers to the highest offensive rating that they've had in maybe since that 2011 season, I think that's a credit to Matt LaFleur. How big is this game coming? Because, uh, look, it was supposed to be if they got a win over in Minneapolis, that would be a, a monumental accomplishment. And they went in there and they won relatively easy. The win down in New Orleans without fans. People are poo-pooing that. I keep saying, what's going to be a signature win for this team? Is going to Tampa Bay for the first time in front of fans, taking on a team that just fell to the Bears in Thursday night football with 10 days to get ready for Aaron Rodgers and company. Is this, if they get a win in Tampa Bay, is this the signature win that everybody's been looking for? I don't think that this Tampa Bay team is as sexy as it was in the preseason. <laughs> um, I, I think that, you know, this is going to be made into the Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady show. I mean, you're talking about, the greatest of all time versus maybe the the greatest passer of all time in Aaron Rodgers. Um, it deserves the attention. They both have gotten to that platform. They've earned that right. But as far as teams, I, I think the Buccaneers are a team that is overrated. Um, I think that the Packers are, you would expect to be getting a healthy Devontae Adams back into their lineup with another full week of preparation for Tampa Bay, um, barring any, you know, COVID outbreaks or whatever it may be. Um, you know, it's crazy that we still have to talk about that week to week. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know what the NFL is going to look like next weekend. Right. But assuming the game is played, I, I, I don't see this as being a signature win for the Packers. Um, I don't think road wins, you know, before the season when we were talking about maybe fans and, you know, huge road games and having to go to New Orleans and Tampa Bay and Houston. I mean, look at what Houston looks like right now. They're not the team that, we thought they were going to be entering preseason. I feel the same way about the Buccaneers. I, I just think that the the following week, that game back at Lambeau Field against the Vikings, and then going to the 49ers, I mean, those are, those are games that I feel like we're going to learn a lot more about this team um, beyond this weekend. I, I, I don't want to put too much stock into the Aaron Rodgers-Tom Brady show. Uh, defensively speaking, how much better do you think, if at all, this team can be? And granted, you're going to get Kenny Clark back, and eventually you're going to get a little bit healthier. But I've watched this defense, progress, certainly the secondary, and Jair Alexander, what he's got going on is top-notch. And you're starting to see a little bit more out of Zedaria Smith. You're wondering when Preston – what Pre- they're using Preston Smith a little bit differently right now. They've dropped him back a couple of times. He hasn't necessarily been the big pass rusher that we saw last year, but – I wonder how much better this defense can be to sustain what it is this offense is putting up right now. Yeah, and I think Kenny Clark is such a key piece of that. I mean, there's a reason he got paid in the offseason. He's one of the best nose tackles in football, and and he is a guy that makes Zadarius and Preston that much better. 
And it's because he is not on that line that Preston's been dropping back in coverage a little bit more, whereas he was the, you know, the sack getter and Zadarius, you know, called himself a pressure guy after his game this past week where he had three sacks in that game. So I, I think that defense goes as a guy like Kenny Clark goes and getting him back on that line is going to be such a huge boost uh, for this team going into Tampa Bay when they're going to try and rattle Tom Brady and, and, you know, free up the secondary a little bit against arguably the best whiteout group in the entire NFL. So I think just getting Kenny Clark back, getting him consistently, you would hope back into that rotation on the defensive line. Um, I think going to do wonders because as you mentioned, Jair Alexander is the top rated cornerback by pro football focus right now. Um, at least he was through the first four weeks of the season. And he's that lockdown corner that has that swagger that, um, I remember him on draft night. You were wondering, is this guy really this good, or is he just that confident in himself? And that confidence has never wavered, and he's showing why right now. I uh, I look around the rest of the NFC, and I Seahawks obviously undefeated, but they're going to get done almost in a one man band. Russell Wilson has been nothing short of amazing. The rest of the NFC, I don't. I'm still not a big believer in in obviously what the Bears have going on. I still think there's some trepidation there, albeit their defense is really really solid. Uh, I still, God, I, I think the Vikings record is, it is what it is, but boy, I thought they were going to be a better team than this. I still think that they can be a scary team. I'm not a big believer in Carolina, but I do believe in the experience of New Orleans. I'm waiting for San Francisco to put it all together. I think the Rams are for real. Right now, how do you look at the NFC? Um, I, I see it as a two-team race right now. Um, what, what Russell is doing in Seattle, that win last night over the Vikings in a game that Minnesota just gifted them by not kicking the field goal. I, I think that Seattle and Russell Wilson, they just win games and they find a way to win in the fourth quarter. And that's just such an important statistic in the National Football League, especially as you get later into the season. Um, those are the two set and stone, stone teams. I still think the Saints, even though they got off to that one and two start, after that loss to the Packers, I, I still think that they have the talent. They're going to be getting Michael Thomas back, um, you know, maybe the best weapon receiver in, in the National Football League. Um, I, I think it's going to be a team out of the South is really going to contend. And I, I think it's going to be the Saints over the Buccaneers when it's all said and done. But as far as the North, I agree with you. I think the Bears are overachieving at four and one at this point. They've gotten gotten away with a couple of wins that uh, they probably shouldn't have. Uh, the Rams are for real. Um, so I, I, But at this point, I think it's Packers, Seahawks, no question, are in a class of their own. Before I let you go, i got to ask you. Now, the Packers have numerous players that are going to be coming up on contract, and one or two or three, they're going to be talking about whether or not this particular player or that particular player is going to have a franchise tag because they can't get a deal done. Do you think watching Dak Prescott being carted off of the field yesterday changes the mind of some when there's money on the table? It's great to bet on yourself, don't get me wrong. I mean, God knows uh, Darrell Rebus did it and made, became a $100 million man because of it. But I don't know if I'm some of these guys, if I'm going to hold out for an extra $2 million a year to watch uh, my career possibly be flushed down the toilet like that. Yeah, I mean, you, you know what the NFL stands for, not for long. And mm -hmm. um, it's it's a really – you know, risk reward type of decision that you're making there. And I hope that Dak gets his money. Um, I hope that the organization, you know, makes good on it, but um, I, I agree. I think you got to take your money when you can get it, um, especially when you're at 
specific positions. I look at a guy like Aaron Jones right now, um, who was now they're still waiting to pay. And he has proven that he is, you know, as productive as, you know, Dalvin and, and Kamara at this point, but they're still holding out as long as they can to see what might happen. And for him, I, I, I think he just has to kind of take the best deal that he can get right now. Whereas somebody like Bakhtiari, I think is going to be able to wait a little bit longer in a, in a position where, you know, he has proven to be a little bit more stable and, you know, the wear and tear isn't as bad as, as running back position, but yeah, it's so hard. It's so hard for these athletes that are in a sport like that, that are, are one play away, not to take the money when it's on the table. And that's why the guaranteed part of all these contracts is way more critical than what the big dollar amount might show in the long-term deal. It's all about guaranteed money, which I'm glad that players are starting to, to get that guaranteed money more than they had in years past. Steven, good stuff. We appreciate it. And we will talk again soon. Okay. All right, thanks for having me on, Bill. Thanks, pal. Talk to you soon. There you go. Stephen Watson, sports reporter and anchor for WISN 12 in Milwaukee. You can find him at WISN underscore Watson. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been doing it 85-plus. If you're looking for a new team or a team, for that matter, Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.